Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today we're joined by indie folk singer, song writer, Kate Gillespie. And we're going to be diving behind Kate's new single, which dropped today, entitled On the Floor. And I'm pretty sure this is something that many of us are going to be able to connect to, because it's a situation that many of us are still living through. And I'm sure just by saying that, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't get the hints, you'll find out. You're going to find out very soon, and we're also going to dive into many other things like how Kate's love for Nashville was born and grown and how she eventually found her way down there, taking a little bit of time to study in school and to also begin her music career. We're going to dive into her first EP, Pink and Gold, which received a ton of success, tons, millions of downloads, kicking off her career strong. And we're going to talk about how she has progressed forward from that moment, even taking some time to dive into another track entitled New York. It's an incredible listen. But we're going to let Kate tell you exactly what inspired this song. All of this. All of this and so much more, including maybe even some more music. Oh, yeah. And it's all brought to you today by the DesertTigerMerch.com website, where you go to cop yourself something to represent the show. And now... It's about time that we dove into this conversation with the amazing Kate Galepsy. Let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Then let's begin. I want to start off with, of course, those first singles, that first EP. And because it's having those first moments is very important to us because it's that first collection of ourselves that we release out into the world. So what was it like to finally have that moment to release a piece of yourself? Yeah, it was awesome. At the time, it was a very uh, busy time in my life. I was at school in Nashville. I was there for music and songwriting. So I was in these classes where I was having to write music all the time and ended up getting a collection of songs that I liked a lot and connected to because I was going through a breakup at the same time. So (laughs) worked out for my classes and my music career at the time. And yeah, so that was my first experience recording and producing something and putting my songs into more getting them onto streaming platforms and whatnot. And it was very exciting. Okay. Okay. And of course, that was your debut album, Pink and Gold, which came out, or your EP, which came out in 2017. 
So, of course, that had quite a bit of traction, quite a bit of success. So, what was it like to get that sort of positive feedback for those early releases as well? It was, uh, it was very exciting, very surprising as well. I got a lot of uh, surprising Spotify playlist ads, and that's what kind of caused it to have the response that it did. So yeah, I really got lucky that way and it had some reach like throughout Canada and the US, but also several other countries, really just because of the Spotify playlist. And of course, among like my peers and my Nashville community as well, I got a great response, which was cool because it also allowed me to start like collaborating with other Nashville artists that I liked a lot or was friends with, but had never really written with or performed with or whatnot. So yeah, it kickstarted a whole bunch of things for me. Okay, okay. So you mentioned Nashville. So, of course, you're originally from Canada. So what originally drew you to Nashville? And after coming out of school, how did that Nashville influence continue to help you move forward? Yeah, so when I was maybe 13 years old, I think, I was really into country music, which at the time in Toronto, I don't feel like was a super... Uh, it was more of like a niche interest that my dad and I shared together. <laughs> so um, he took me on a couple of trips to Nashville, which was super exciting and fun, basically to go somewhere where you see that an entire community is into not only music, but the genre that to me felt like a niche kind of special interest, even though in the grand scheme of things, it's not. But it was super exciting to me because it's such a, I mean, it, it is like a music centric town. So it was very inspiring. I decided that I wanted to go to university there for music after a couple of visits. And that's how I ended up moving there originally in the first place. So I got my four-year degree, got a music degree, and then had been living there for another couple of years afterwards. And the national music community is great because it's very, it's just really collaborative in ways that you wouldn't expect, I think, I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that everybody that moves there is there for music, but I find that it's quite often that big, successful artists and writers are totally happy to collaborate with much smaller newcomers as well. And I think that's kind of the best thing about the Nashville community. And that's why I stayed there for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, those artists probably had somebody who helped them out at the beginning stages. And it's definitely about uh, passing on that love and that experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I was in like a couple songwriting classes at the time. I remember one of our professors saying, like, if you look around you, it's the it's going to be some of the people that you really don't expect that are going to end up becoming super successful. And all of a sudden, in, like three years, randomly, they're going to be killing it. That is exactly what happened. There's some people that you expect are going to continue to do well after college and whatnot, but there are tons of random people that you might not even think are any good at the time, and then they end up blowing up in a couple of years' time. So we're always encouraged to just collaborate with anybody, even if you don't think that they're good or that you could benefit from it. There's usually a good chance that you could, I think. Okay, so one thing that really intrigues me is in there you mentioned that country was originally what drew you to Nashville, but now you're making more of a uh, indie folk type sound. So when did that sound make its way into your mind, into your creative energy? 
Uh, really within my first year of moving there, I was introduced to all kinds of different music, but folk and indie being some big ones that I just, for no particular reason, hadn't listened to or looked into very much. And all of a sudden I was in a community of people that did listen to that kind of music and could introduce me to things like that. And I found that not only did I like the music a lot more than country music, but I also can sing it better and can write better. It's almost like I just didn't know that it existed beforehand, just hadn't really delved into it. So yeah, it was because of the surrounding environment that I got into it and haven't really gone back since. All right. All right. Well, it seems like the sound has done you well. So I'm glad that it uh, you. that you found each other. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> all right. All right. So, of course, moving forward there from that first EP, there's a little bit of time between then and some of the singles that come afterwards. And I want to dive into some of those singles, specifically 2019's mm-hmm. New York. So from that first first EP, how did you try to grow sonically and then take us a little bit into New York itself? Yeah. So from the first EP, that was really my first collection of songs. So I knew a lot of the things that I wanted to do differently with my music going forward. One of the things being adding more instrumentation in general, you know, just more drums and like baritone guitar and finding sounds that I liked, you know, at the time of my first EP, I was thinking like the basic country instruments and guitar, bass, some drums, but not a lot. So sonically, I had a bit of a different vision going forward. And I had also started, I just discovered altered tunings on guitar and New York was my, I think it's the first song that I released that was in an altered tuning. And I've been writing in altered tunings ever since. So that actually did change the uh, sound of my music and my writing quite a bit. All right. So we dove into the sonically and how New York started this new progression. So let's dive into the lyrical content of New York and what it means to you. The lyrical content, well, it's a bit of a messy story, perhaps a unique story. The long story short is that I started dating somebody and once I was about a month in or so, I found out that they had a girlfriend who wasn't me (laughs) and and she lived in New York. So it was a long distance thing. And he said that it was an open relationship. So I felt that I was already too far into it, feeling wise to turn back or to just turn off my emotions and leave right away. So I wrote that song about the kind of painful in-between period when I was trying to make this relationship with somebody who was already in a relationship, which by the way, now that I look back on it, I don't know how open their relationship was. I, it, it could have been a lie. I'm not sure. I have no way to verify it, but I'm skeptical that it might've been stretching how open that relationship really was. But anyways, I ended up ending things kind of shortly after that. But before I did that, I wrote the song New York. So it's about the, the struggles of not wanting to walk away from a situation that's clearly quite toxic and difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And yes, definitely a unique situation, Yeah, as you said. And it's uh, hopefully one that you don't have to deal with again. But it's when somebody's telling you one thing and your feelings are already involved, it's hard to 
not want to believe them and not want to believe that this can go so much further and everything else that comes with a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. There was certainly some bit of gaslighting involved as well from his end. Like my, when I initially found out his reaction was like, Oh, you're not into polyamory. That's so weird. I didn't realize that. And I was like, dude, like, I'm not saying I'm not okay with the general concept, but you didn't tell me that you had a girlfriend. That's what this is about. Not about my views on polygamy. This is more so about the, the honesty in, from the beginning, from the get-go. More so, you know, I thought maybe we could be, uh, I don't know, for each other only and maybe create a future together. I, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> Sometimes those are the moments you need to go through in order to uh, learn what to look out for in the future and what you deserve in the future. Yeah, yeah, well said. I think that's true. All right. Well, let's uh, move forward from that situation, as I'm sure that you have. Yeah, So sure. <laughs> I, I'm glad to say that I have. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah.
each other over till it's right between these walls. Taking turns, being one and others tell the walls. Try a hundred keys to open one old broken door. Pack up all the things only to throw them on the All right. So once again, there's a little bit of time in between New York and this upcoming single that is releasing the same day as this interview drops. Of course, I speak of On the Floor. So obviously there's a pandemic in between. So is that what affected and created this time in between? Um, It more so created the beginning of all of the new music that I've been working on, including On the Floor. That's partially because I had a lot of free time because everything was locked down and I wasn't working. So I could work on music all the time. But that also is the reason why I wrote the song On the Floor, because it's about the kind of endless hours that go by when you're in a relationship with somebody and you're starting to go stir crazy and some problems between the two of you arise and you start to wonder like are these actually problems that we have or are we just kind of getting on each other's nerves because everybody's going crazy right now because everybody's stuck at home and we're in this entirely new unpredictable scary but also at the same time boring phase of life yes i can uh, definitely see how that could go and i can admit that there was a point where i uh, did have that feeling as well where it's you have so many different things in your life. And as a couple, it's great to spend time together. But we are also usually have our own things where we have the ability to go out with friends or even yeah. in the case of a musician, play shows, go out to studios, other things like go out and collaborate. Whereas now it's you're trapped. And like you said, it's you're not sure if is this actually like a problem or is this something that's just getting on my nerves because I'm noticing it more? Yeah, exactly. I heard a lot at the time, you know, about how this pandemic can either make or break certain couples. But for me, it felt like this kind of very mediocre in-between period where you'll have some spiraling thoughts every now and again, some bad arguments every now and again, but it always just seemed to kind of morphed back into our normal ways and became a cycle like that, which is difficult to deal with when you have so much time spent with that one person. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, now that the uh, song is out, now that you're getting some of these emotions and otherwise out after what I guess has probably been a year now, what is it like to yeah. finally express these new emotions, these new sounds? It's great to finally express them. And yeah, it has been just about a year because... I wrote this song last March, so 
And it was right when the pandemic started. So I had just been approved for this U.S. visa that I had been working for a really long time to get. So I was in Toronto and then it got approved and basically like the day that the borders were closing. So I had to kind of rush back to Nashville right away because I didn't know whether it was going to be easy to get back in and immigrate there basically with closed borders. So I kind of rushed back right away. So it's like all this anticipation was leading up to it. And then all of a sudden I'm back and nothing is going on except for sitting in the house. Not nothing, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The normal things aren't going on. We're not socializing. We're not having conversations with the outside world. So it was kind of, it was written like right when everybody was being introduced to what the effects of staying at home all the time are. Definitely. Still adapting, still learning. And it's uh, it's something that we're still uh, going through right now. So it's something that I'm sure a lot of people are still experiencing. And if I hope that most of the relationships, if some of them are still having issues through this pandemic, hopefully if they work out, hopefully that's for the best. And I mean, if you end up learning something about the person that ends up making and breaking things, hey, at least at least you're able to learn that you move forward, you'll once again, you learn what you don't want, what you don't need, and then you know what you do want. Yeah, absolutely. That happened to me for sure, because that relationship is over now. <laughs> so it was like that song was kind of the beginning of my feelings about this relationship unfolding. So that was when I wasn't ready to throw everything away yet, but could tell that things weren't, it wasn't good. I wasn't happy. Like it was, wasn't terrible, but I was starting to understand that overall, I think I was unhappy. So yeah, it's the very, very beginning of that all happening. So I think in the end, it's not the, the quarantine, the pandemic that did it to us, but maybe that's the thing that made me realize all of that. Hey, it's uh, sometimes that needs to happen and it's two people can be amazing. Yeah individuals but sometimes it's just they're not amazing together and that's perfectly okay yeah for sure agreed awesome so you mentioned that there was the beginning of this pandemic helped to create a bunch of music we've talked about one song so what does the future possibly hold for kate gillespie yeah so uh, quite recently i've been writing a lot maybe i could blame that on the breakup maybe maybe not Fair. Happens. Yeah. So I have lots of recording going on and some new singles planned as well as an EP that will hopefully be out this summer. So despite the pandemic, I'm still able to be creative and get things made and produced remotely as well. That's That's been a cool aspect of this because I'm in Toronto and most of my music is being kind of put together in Nashville. Like I have some friends that are they're adding the instruments and producing it. My ex-boyfriend's producing it. So that's, that's fun and awkward for me. <laughs> yeah. But it's a time for creation nonetheless. Well, it's, I also mentioned earlier, it's a, sometimes we can be awesome people. So at least you two are awesome enough to continue to uh, <laughs> help each other and create together, even if everything else couldn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So before I ask my last question, Kate, mm -hmm. where can the listeners, the ambush, find out more about Kate Gillespie? 
Well, you can find my music on Spotify and Apple Music, just under the name Kate Gillespie. And then I'm also on Instagram as Kate Gillespie. So it's Kate Gillespie, but without the I-E at the end, just Kate Gillespie. So (laughs) find me there. Yes, and they definitely should. They should go and stream this new single, Bump Up the Numbers, show it some love. Thank you. Yes, yes. All right. (laughs) Are you ready for the last question, Kate? I'm ready. All right. So we've talked about your musical growth from that first EP leading through the last couple of years up into this new single, this upcoming music now. Now what I want to know is how has this process this time, and it seems like there's definitely been a lot of learning. So I want to know how has this process taught you more about yourself or what has it helped you learn? Well, it certainly taught me a lot about self-discipline and procrastinating because like when fewer things are scheduled, I think a lot of people could agree that it's more difficult to get them done. You know, some people get up early in the morning and want to get everything done before noon. I have to try really, really hard to accomplish that. I'm more of like a 3 a.m. songwriter. So it's forced me to be a little more organized in that sense, do things that I've been putting off, like even getting tested for ADD. I've been putting, like I was procrastinating, solving, doing the thing that could potentially solve me procrastinating. So yeah, it's taught me to get my shit together in some sense, I think. And I think the same has gone for my musical process. I'm more motivated to make use of my time. And honestly, the breakup happening kind of just naturally has caused me to do that anyways and write more frequently and create more. I think that's kind of just a result of any breakup. And musically, I guess for me, that's been a benefit. (laughs) Not to be selfish, but... Hey, uh, sometimes having fuel and inspiration is definitely a good thing regardless of the situation. So it's... uh... Yeah. It's good that you can take a positive out of a negative. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how the best songs get written, at least in my experience. I mean, I can co-write, I can write about things that I don't relate to, but it is those 3 a.m. all up in your feels songs that just get written in an hour that I find are the best for me. Something about that witching hour that's just (laughs) really good for creativity. Yeah. I think so. Oh, I, I definitely agree. I'm the exact same way. Nice. <laughs> All right, Kate. I want to say thank you so very much for joining me here today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me.
about me She might tread quietly And lie between her teeth If her mind's black and blue She'll keep it all from you And only lie like me For you I had an amazing time getting to speak with Kate Galepsi as we dove behind some of her music. And you can find that music, all of Kate's catalog, over on your favorite music streaming service. Right now when you're there, hit follow, because Kate already told you There is more amazing music coming your way very soon. Go follow her on social media. Give her a subscribe on YouTube as well. Hell, go ahead and support amazing art and music. And with that, it's now time to give Kate that final roaring DTP. Thank you for joining us here today. Who do we have to thank for setting it up? Well, it is the amazing, the incredible, the incomparable Cassandra from over at Strut Entertainment. And a small shout out to Sam from Strut as well for building a team that when it comes together like Voltron, ooh, it is unstoppable. I need to thank your podcasteditor.com for making this episode sound so good. And I need to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning in, for supporting the show. If you have yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as hitting the follow or subscribe button on the app or service you're listening to right now. You can also help the show grow by sharing this episode. You can give the DTP a big ol' five-star review, and you can also head on over to Desert Tiger Merch dot com to grab yourself something to represent the DTP. Next Tuesday on the show, we're joined for round three with Tanner Sear as he takes us behind what's new and happening with not only homeless in Hawaii, but also water fronts. But until then, I want you to go out to find the thing, your mountaintop, your oasis, the thing that makes your heart sing to its fullest capacity, your roar. Find your roar, and then let that bad boy or girl, whatever, I don't know, whatever you are, out into the world and show the world just how powerful, amazing, beautiful you and your roar are capable of being because you are all three of these things and so much more. And until next Tuesday, bye-bye, Am. The Desert Tiger Podcast.